0: Hey, welcome to another episode of The Caption Life, a podcast about how comics and pop culture impact life and society, and then vice versa. Coming to you from deep in the heart of Texas, I'm Kevin, and joining us by way of that computer are my good friends Sean in Indiana. Hi, everyone. And James in Kentucky. hello. Hello. Hey, before we dive into this week's discussion like Scrooge McDuck into a vault of gold coins, please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to and follow us on social media at Caption Life on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also find more info and past episodes at Podpage.com. Uh, Hey, we're back for uh, another discussion. We'll get into a deep dive and some fun stuff, weird stuff that we talk about. And uh, I'll tell you where Sean and I had kind of stumbled across this in an earlier episode this year. Uh, And uh, this is always one of the things I've always wanted to talk about. And uh, we're going to talk about what superhero you'd want to be if you could – if you were in it to make money, okay? Because that's always what I think about when somebody asks me – What's what superpower would I want to have? And it's how could I get rich using this superpower? Because <laughs> uh, I don't know that I'm a good person. I just I would really just want to be rich.
1: I'm sure everyone's probably questioning your <laughs> your goodness now, knowing that. <laughs>
0: hey, but you know what? I had to interview. That's one of my questions that I interview um, the the staff at my school for our news broadcast. Uh, that's the last question: is if you could have any superpower, what would you want it to be? And uh, my one of my assistant principals this week gave the interview and, and she gave her answer. And I said, any particular reason why? And she looked me dead in the face and said, I don't know. I could probably get rich. Like that and I was like, Yeah, girl. That's what I do. That's what I want. So, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, what superpower you'd want to be, what you, what you want to have in order to make money. Uh, man, it's always, it's always on our minds, right? You, you got to have, uh, you got to have money to survive. Uh, and, uh, and let's 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 talk about it. So, uh, James, you went first uh, when we did the uh, the, the last mm-hmm. episode when we did uh, the quote uh, MCU quote showdown. So I'm going to toss it to to Sean mm-hmm. and let Sean give us his uh, his quote, or I mean his his thoughts on what superhero what superpower he'd want.
1: Yeah, I think I know. I've always wanted to have this power like ever since I was a. Kid, I feel like whenever someone asks me this question, like the answer hasn't really changed, but it would be uh, telepathy. Um, And I think you can make, you know, a lot of good money on that as well, too, because think about how you can charge people to get things like built or put together like more quickly. Uh, Being able to, you know, use telepathy and put everything together um, as opposed to having to hire multiple people with uh, non-powers, right? Like non-mutants or non-powered people. Um, so, and, and also like, and in, in, I, I hate for this to happen, but I'm sure somebody would probably do this because again, it, it's corporate America. Right. Um, but like in, in emergency situations, like being able to go and, and save someone's life and then hand them a bill, like how, what a hospital would do with the ER bill or something like that. Right. Like,
0: <laughs> so when
1: you say telepathy, are you talking
0: like being able to read people's minds or like move things? I'm with sorry. Your mind? I
1: said telepathy. I meant telekinesis i apologize okay yeah no that's cool um,
0: It's i i question whether or not we should continue
1: to let you be on this
0: podcast if you don't no, know the difference I, between. i know the two, difference
1: it, trust me i've been teaching riley like what these things are and i just i sorry. so let me let me just do that whole bit all over again no no no, 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 no we're not that's, that, that's good stay. stuff
0: that's good stuff
1: yeah that's good no stuff. sorry telekinesis no, is what i meant but you're right yes.
0: <laughs> So like there there are every I love that I love that answer there are um episodes of like the old fox uh x men uh cartoon series where like the X mansion gets like uh wrecked and whatnot so they're all using their yeah. powers to like put stuff right. back together and uh and even in the, I want to say even in the in the movies there's a scene where the where even magneto is helping to um like rebuild the x mansion days. Is this oh, first no, class um, or is it? I won't, It's at the yeah. end of uh, Age yeah. of Apocalypse. Sorry,
1: that's right. Yeah, Age of Apocalypse. Yeah.
0: But but it's always Jean is always there, being able to to like move things mm-hmm. and and with her with her mind, and she can coordinate a whole lot more than like a normal person could right. with work. So that's a that's yeah. a fair answer. Um, I, I do like that. I always question, and uh, maybe I'll get you guys' thoughts on this. Uh, uh, Professor X actually has telepathy. Mm-hmm. But Professor X is like, I've got this magnificent power. What am i going to do with this power? I'm going to start a school. <laughs> like, you can tell that Professor X was already because rich. he's like, <laughs> I want to start no, a school. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't need, I don't need this power. Right, to make I'm already rich. I'm, I'm, I'm already
1: rich. White privilege, there, right? One hundred percent. Right.
2: Which you know, all right. There has been some talk in the. Uh, MCU about potentially baking up, uh, mm-hmm. Professor X and Magneto mm-hmm. both, you know, black c- characters, like a mm-hmm. little bit of talk there. And I'm like, that would put an interesting little, you know, spin on it if you wanted to go that route. But then, you know, mm-hmm. be really difficult to have Professor X be rich. Um, just with when you think about the larger story. So MCU will probably be, bring in like Krakoa and everything and being hidden and all that stuff. But cause.
0: Right. Yeah. I think it would make for um, a more interesting, like look at those characters yeah, and it definitely would update it for. Oh yeah. 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 Or modern times. It would,
2: like, like, you know, it would just be tough with, you know, how you got the, uh, Gener- like generational wealth problem and everything though, you know, in the well, and those particular
0: characters too. I think, um, I think the other issue is, is like, we're so far removed from world war two now yeah. that those characters are like 90 years old and it just yeah.
2: It doesn't. Make yeah. Yeah. So, it just doesn't right. really make sense in the movies. So
0: now yeah. James, before, before I let you, um, before I let you go, just give us your power. In in discussions and text discussions, preparing for this podcast, you asked to be reminded what we were going to be talking about. Yes, I did. And then I I told you, and then you replied. So stripping, stripper being a stripper <laughs> is the, is not an option.
2: Yes, because and I and yeah no go ahead you
0: go ahead continue that my re- my reply was that if you look like a traditionally drawn like cartoon superhero, you probably don't need powers in order to earn money as a stripper because right. every everybody both male and female is drawn like they just walked out of like a like a like a beach calendar mm-hmm. as a matter of fact all those X-Men all those X-Men comics from the early 90s always had that like fold out yeah like everybody oh, yeah. was around the pool
2: you know which, yep. which do you remember what I responded to you with after that I don't
0: but I can look it up you i said tell
2: well, isn't that a superpower in and of itself to be able to look that good, to be able to make Bunny being a stripper? Like, I don't know. I I, listen, that. I feel
0: I'm not drawn. I'm not. I'm not drawn like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not built like that. But I got personal confidence. I can go make a bucket too at the Chunkendales. That's like Chippendales, but it's for it's for the the heftier guy, right? <laughs> <All> the <right. laughs> <So> James what? <laughs> James is laughing like that's the first time he's heard that joke
2: so (laughs) okay so my mind has went a lot of different places with this so I'm just going to kind of qualify that so you know my mind went straight to being like the villain in the story and not really so much making money as taking it for myself. So, you know, if I was going to do that, I'd want, uh, uh, kitty prides powers about being able to like phase through walls and to kind of like get around stuff. I'm not supposed to like really get through and be able to walk through those walls, take, what I want and leave Rob banks. Yeah. Like Rob banks and museums, just get like anything I want. James lives in Kentucky. He just walked right into Fort Knox. (laughs) Exactly. Right. But, but then, you know, I was also kind of thinking, well, why should I have to do that myself? Like that would be a lot of work. I'd rather just, you know, organize other people to do it so i thought about either like telepathy potentially and but i'm like you could have that particular power of persuasion that kingpin has where you know he's like this epic like mob boss and stuff and he just sends other people out to do his stuff. Like it's not really a superpower, but that kind of strength and persuasion to kind of convince people to do stuff for you that you don't have
1: to. That's pretty nice too. It's it's a human superpower. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's, it's not like a uh, um, an advanced superpower. But I mean, people have that sort of skill, yeah. right? And. But it's kind of neat that Sean's like, okay,
2: let me be able to do stuff for people and kind of just send them a bill. And I'm like, why should I do that when I can just take it or get somebody else to take it for me and not have to worry about it. Right. I think that's called being rich to begin with. Right. Right.
0: (laughs) I think one of the things that like the parallel I see between the two of your choices is, and Sean, I know that you switched yours to telekinesis from telepathy.
1: Uh, I know it's supposed to be telekinesis. <laughs> let me let me but, live uh, through that, please.
0: <laughs> it's like these powers are these powers um, in the comics. Uh, people have to make the decision to use them for good because they're both inherently like a violation of of privacy. Like being able to read someone's thoughts mm-hmm. or to walk into their physical space is not something that you would want a power that you'd want somebody to have that wasn't inherently a good person, because if you are a bad right. person, having that power is going to be very, very bad.
1: Um, right. Yep. I mean, just like any, any, uh, tool, right? Like, I mean, you know, I don't want to get too, too off topic on this, but you can make the same kind of case with, you know, the tool is, is neutral. It just depends is, on who's going to Right.
2: Um, now, yeah. Kevin, since you're kind of like Eric, X Men person, did they ever do like a what if like Professor X was the bad guy? Oh,
0: that's a good question. I don't know. Do you know
2: if they ever did that?
0: I know there have been stretches where Magneto has led the 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 X Men, and they've kind of like he's kind of taken that role. But I'm not sure if they've ever done what if. I don't know. I don't think they can do what if Professor X was the bad guy because he can literally control everybody's brain. So if he was the bad guy, would we even know it? (laughs) It, that <laughs> everybody would just be living in his matrix simulation. Um, yep. Okay. So it's, it's my turn to go. And I'm going to tell you that I'll be honest you, like, I'm when I think about things like this, I'm, I, I'm probably not as good of a person as
1: I wish I was. Um, <laughs> I think we've established that early on in this episode because, sure.
0: because <laughs> I also went Immediately to a known villain's power, and I would want to use it for good. I mean, I would definitely use it to make money. There isn't a doubt in my mind. I would use it to make money, but I would also use it for good because I can see where I can see where it has positive potential, and I would want that same kind of like power of persuasion over people. But I would like the powers of the Purple Man from Jessica Jones to be able to tell somebody something to do, and then they just do it. Yep. I mean. Hello, Jeff right. Bezos. You want to give me half of your fortune? I'm not greedy. <laughs> I want to take the whole fortune. I don't know what I would do with with one right. billion dollars, much less sixty billion dollars. But um, yeah, I would do that. But I would also use it to do some good, and without getting uh, like too political, I would uh, I would like like use it to like make real change to like affect you know have a positive effect on people, and that would just mean having a conversation mm-hmm. with a bunch of stubborn a-holes in, in government <laughs> positions and trying to tell them, like, you guys are doing it the wrong way.
2: Especially um, a couple right. individuals from Kentucky, maybe.
0: Yeah. So I was going to say, I didn't want to say it. But <laughs> I was like, Oh, if you had Kitty Pryde's powers, hours, you could sneak into Mitch McConnell's house and slap the crap out of him. But
2: wait, did, right. did somebody already do that to Rand Paul.
0: Yeah. K- Kentucky's not a good t- <laughs> You got a target on your back. If you're a Senator from Kentucky, mm. um, but right. like all that stuff, all, all that stuff aside, like I think it would be easy to like to like manipulate things or manipulate people um, in order to to make money. And maybe that maybe that says more about me because like you know the the obvious thing would be like time travel. If you could time travel, you could easily go back in time and make a decision uh, that would make you a, a lot of money. So manipulating time, I guess, mm-hmm. is less intrusive than. Manipulating people, uh, but but like it just – it seems like it, it comes with a bigger sphere of, of influence.
1: Well, I mean if, if you think about – if you think about like all the superpowers out there, like 90 to 95 percent of them, it, it's hard to think about picking a power where it's going to be inherently good and in that no matter what the intention of the person is – that they couldn't use it for like good or evil or making money or anything like that, right? But any superpower that you have is going to be beneficial for you and for whoever you do it for as well, too, with the exception of like maybe a handful I can think about. Um, you know, like I, I don't know if this was a character in one of the comic books or this is just a story I've heard from before, but like having some sort of power where um, you can absorb like um, people's like physical pain. And then you take on that pain, that person's healed. Like that's like one of the few powers I could think of where that's you know that's inherently good that no matter what your attention is, like if you use yeah. that power, like that's not going to be like um you know. Like John Coffee in the Green sense, Mile. Right? Yeah. right. yeah. And and yeah.
0: Exactly. Um Man, one of the things that like that that comes up when you started thinking about that, like what power could you have that would be would be inherently good. And I thought of like, what if, what if Jubilee, instead of shooting like fireworks out of her hands, shot like flowers out of her hands? Like you could (laughs) never use that in like a malicious way, but you could be like, you could make a lot of money as a florist. You could decorate some really great uh, parade floats.
1: Well, In no, I'm, I'm and welding, I'm going to go you back can't, and say you could still use it to, to kill somebody <laughs> if they're allergic to pollen or flowers. So that lady comes still. after my
0: wife. I'm a woman. <laughs> She's a goddamn. <gunner>. Yeah. <laughs> my wife's got terrible, terrible allergies. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. I guess everything has, every superpower has its has its two sides. Uh, and you just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I guess it's up to the person. You know, the, like Sean said, uh, the weapon is neutral it's the it's the person wielding it um before we right. wrap this this discussion up and we have touched on this about uh being being rich without superpowers um there are two well known superheroes uh one in the m c one in the marvel universe one in the d c universe that are their superpower is is literally uh, being rich. Now you could argue that both, uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman <laughs> and Tony Stark, Iron Man, uh, both s- possess like a superior intellect. One is, uh, the world's greatest detective. One is the, um, is like, uh, you know, a rocket scientist, astrophysicist, uh, engineer, kind of like, um, um, a stem level genius, if you will. But they're both, right. they're both hella rich. And, uh, um, dashingly good looking If you had to choose uh, Who would you Who would you want to be Would you rather be Batman or would you rather be Iron Man
1: uh, I can go first I would honestly I would rather be Iron Man Just because uh, Well there's a few things but one Just as you said like Bruce Wayne Is very smart in terms of uh, being world's greatest detective and and is very intelligent, but I feel like Tony Stark's intelligence is still like way off the charts compared to Bruce Wayne. Not and again, not that Bruce Wayne isn't smart at all, but I feel like Tony Stark is just that much you know smarter because you can talk to him about any sort of advanced theory or anything like that, and he knows and understands it really well. Um, but I think the other thing is that uh, Iron Man like utilizes technology really well. Um, and the fact that he can make himself like fly and have the sort of weapons that can knock people out but not kill them, I think is really impressive as well, too. You know, whereas Batman has some of that stuff. But um, I, I feel like Iron Man is just really interesting just in terms of um, being able to make futuristic things possible. Like in, we talked about this before where we see um, like, you know, for example, Star Trek, how that inspires people to kind of say, like, how can we make mm-hmm. this actually happen? I feel like this. That's kind of how Iron Man as well, too, is that, you know, you see a lot of people are trying to make Iron Man suits, um, you know, either for fun or, you know, for cosplay and making it look realistic or trying to, you know, make it an actual thing that people can use. Whereas with with Batman, I feel like, you know, there's already a realism in there and that hasn't really advanced a whole lot in terms of, um, you know, what could be possible that um, the imagination is kind of spurring up. I feel like it's been um, trying to uh, spruce up. More of like what's already in existence, like you know the Batmobile being like a you know mm-hmm. tank on wheels in the sense. Whereas Iron Man, like all of his technology, is just like really advanced. It's like you know let's try. But so you're that saying
0: is you would choose in, repulsor in blasters over a boomerang on a string.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I love Batman. Like growing up, he was my favorite hero, and I mean he still is. But I mean, if I had to choose between the two, like based on those things, like Iron Man, I think is is um, yeah. the one I would go with. All so. right, James, yeah. what, what you got?
2: I've just got two words to say. Oh, my gosh. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, like, you know, I kind of see where, like, Sean's going with this. And, you know, I've even got some, like, like, qualities that are really kind of, like, along the line of, like, Tony Stark. I kind of do what I want my own way. And my kind of philosophy on life is to find another way to accomplish stuff. Like his line in the MCU, I just cut the wire. Like I'm very much uh, wired uh, that way. But it's like, I see Batman as more of uh, like, like I really kind of like his uh, detective mentality about being able to kind of use those uh, like critical thinking skills. He has to be able uh, to solve anything that comes his way, Um, which Mm -hmm. I think is uh, really, really important. Um, Like, you know, even in like Tom, Tom, Taylor's kind of a deceased uh, kind of like alternate reality and stuff. Spoiler alert coming up, you know, Batman gets infected like the first issue there, but you know, he finds a way to kind of slow down uh, the infection to be able to put some things in place for people to be able to like carry on. And I like, like, you know, You know, even with the pandemic we're in and stuff, you know, now, uh, Batman would have found a way like very early on to cure this thing. So it wouldn't be a problem. So, um, so like Tony Stark is more of the cool one, you know, Iron Man's more of the, like the cool one, but I think, you know, Batman's more of that, uh, uh, like, almost more of like uh, the kind of deeper thinker with that.
1: I don't know. I feel like you could say the same thing about Tony Stark though, because Tony Stark's always thinking ten steps right. ahead, though, right? He is a,
0: he's a he's very much a tactician.
1: Yeah, I, I think for me, the the other thing that I'm going with Tony versus Batman is that. Batman's world is very, like, dark and pessimistic, which I know DC tends to be dark. Not that Marvel isn't at all, but, um, I mean, if you think about, like, the environment in the world that he's, like, growing up in, I feel like it's just a lot darker than Tony Stark's world, where, like, there are, like, some elements of that, but, I mean, you also know that, you know, Tony Stark is, ends up being, um, he seems like he's just. I mean, I know, James, you said he seems to be the cool one. I, for me, I think it's more like he just seems happier in general, whereas Bruce Wayne, I don't ever remember him being happy in anything. <laughs> I've seen him, at least not truly happy, yeah, right? It's true. And true. Uh,
2: yeah. But, yeah. you know, Gotham's kind of a hard place to grow up in, too. Um, and, That's true, yeah. And, you know, if you think of where, like, you know, when Batman Debuted in 1939, the kind of world that, you know, he Mm -hmm. lived in, you know, it was really dark times uh, leading into World War II and, um, you know, you had Mm -hmm. the Great Depression and all that. And, of course... Right. Tony Stark debuted in the 1960s, so he was more of that kind of right. like uh, Marvel he's, age. Yeah, he's from the and, atomic you know, age, the
0: space age and
2: yeah, space race. Yeah, right. so, so it's true. like Tony Stark is kind of like the cool kind of space agey one. You know, and right. truth be told, uh, you know, if I had to choose any day of the week i'd be iron man all day i just had to give something a little different from you sean for the podcast but all day
0: <laughs> one vote apiece for each of you i got one for batman we got one for iron man i will be, i will play tiebreaker and i went through like an extensive checklist like comparing the two of them uh, right. Of
1: course you did. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: like the things that you just brought up about like where he lives in Gotham City, like that was one of the things on my, on, on my checklist was like, you know, I would take a beach house in Malibu, uh, any day. day. But I <laughs> went, I went down the list and I compared like, you know, backstory and, and, um, you know, their role and their, their intellect. I even like looked at like the, um, their, their rosters of, uh, of romantic interests like you know is it pepper Potts mm-hmm. versus catwoman and and everything that that like that that entails i even like compared the actors who portray them in their specific uh universes cuz Cause, uh, cuz cause, like you know a lot of the guys that have played um batman are are really good-looking dudes and ben affleck is like a big tall and and like he's the probably the antithesis of what i am um and uh, so I saw like, I weighed all this stuff back and forth and this is what it came down to. Are you ready? Um, I, I chose Iron Man because it's more likely that I don't have to work out in order to be Iron Man. <laughs> like I just wear the suit and be a badass. Like Batman is always training. He's doing ups. Like in Batman Returns, he wakes up in the middle of the night and he's hanging from the, or not Returns, uh, in Batman Forever. In Batman Forever, Batman. he wakes up in the middle of the night and he's like doing like, like hanging upside down and doing crunches and curves like they—they're always—they're always. They're always I mean, yeah. Batman's muscles are not drawn on in reality; those are real things he has to work for. And I ain't got time for that. I'm right. choosing Iron Man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, like in like in that. I think um, this episode has just given us a really good insight of the person um, of Kevin in terms of what hey, matters to hey. him the most. How can I be rich and not work out? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's <laughs> essentially what it is. <laughs> Uh,
1: if, uh, can I get rich? Oh, man. But you're right, though. I mean, you know, because especially with the new suit that Tony Stark creates, you know, like, if, if, you, if you ever gain, like, you know, another 20 or 30 pounds, you'll just, you know, design it so that way he, like, sucks right. it in or gets rid of it or or just, like, adapts right. to it, basically, right?
0: <laughs> well, plus, plus, if you have to wear that metal suit, you probably burn some calories anyway and, like, just mm, the heat of
2: it. So yeah. that's my workout. Well, I know. I mean, you know, in the <laughs> MCU, I'd say that Robert Downey Jr. had the lowest workout quota of. Yeah, like know, he didn't anyone. have to be as shirtless yeah. as everybody else did. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like Chris Evans and uh, Chris. Yeah, that's a good that's
0: idea for like another episode. Had, uh, Let's go ask our wives to rank the hunks of the MCU and find out. Where Robert Downey Jr. ends up on that list, and that'll let you know <laughs> that you have lo- you got low stakes. Like they're not they're not going to ask you to walk through
1: this, the scene
0: shirtless. So
1: I can already I can tell you right now, Sarah's going to say her number one person is Chris. Oh yeah mine, or, yeah, mine too. Yeah, mine too. Do you know Heidi's? Probably teams? Be Chris
2: Evans. If I had to guess, I'd say she's uh, yeah? more of an Evans one. If I had to guess. So right. Well then, well I guess we've kind of reached
0: the, the the end of this episode. We want to be rich, and we don't want to have to do much to get there.
2: So <laughs> every bit of it. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> probably why we won't that's be. That's the
1: dream, isn't it? That that sums right up there. the American Let's do as little dream as possible
2: to get as <laughs> most
0: out of it.
1: As yeah, much yeah. as we can it. Uh, But that will wrap up another
0: episode of the Caption Life. We hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, don't forget to smash that subscribe button on whatever major podcast platform you listen to. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Caption Life. And if you like what we're doing, give us a shout-out or tag us in your posts. Uh, hey, why don't, you res- why don't you tell us who, who would you want to be? What superpower would you want to have? Uh, and for more info about us and all of our previous episodes, visit us at podpage.com slash the caption light. Until next time, see ya.
1: Peace out.
2: I'm Batman.